right, we're live and we're rolling, and this is The Real Venture. I'm your co-host, Peyton. And I am your co-host, Luke, and we are entering the world of business by starting a few companies of our own. So we decided to create this podcast as a platform so that we could ask other successful entrepreneurs the questions that we need answered in order to help our business grow. Every single week, we are joined by CEOs, venture capitalists, artists, co-founders, and influencers, all with one thing in common, they're young entrepreneurs. The only thing I'm gonna need you to do is hit that subscribe button below so you never miss a conversation. Every single Wednesday, Luke and I are going to be right here and we can't wait for you to join us. All right, well, uh, here we are again, another fun episode. And one of the things that we've touched on a little bit in the past is just kind of the overview of, okay, starting a business is cool, but like, what do you actually have to do? What goes into that? What do we need to make sure we do right in order to effectively um, start our business? And so we just wanted to pass on like the brief experiences that we've had um, with that. We've had a lot of growing pains from from a learning perspective there. And so just kind of wanted to overview it. Um, and we might go and deep dive on, on each of the, the main bullet points here later, but this is really just to serve as sort of a, hey, make sure you have these like six or seven things knocked out. Yeah, and I think that this is the most genuine approach because Luke and I, we you know we went through this process and and we did this. This could be a totally different experience if you have some uh, successful founder that's done it a million times before, and you might not have to ever worry about these things because that person just knows exactly what to do. Boom, 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 you knock it out. But if you're like us, a little baptism by fire, found out the hard way when we didn't have something or something didn't go correctly. Um, so you know, kind of the. Uh, our opinion shaped by our experiences by people that are actually trying to do it. So um, the first thing that I think we should touch on is the founding team. And I think when it comes to your business, you need to first, before you build your founding team, you need to understand how you fit into that picture. Mm-hmm. Um, because like, for example, in, in, in our businesses, uh, Luke is the, the technical person. Luke has an incredible, um, tech uh, background, uh, you know, has a lot of experiences uh, in things that I don't even understand and, and can touch. And, and then I bring value on more of the sales side and, you know, some of some of those related things. So from a co-founding team, we cover all of our bases, but I think a lot of people are one or the other. Yeah. And I think that it's, you know, something that I've seen from, you know, friends of mine and, and others where they'll, they'll get into a, you know, a founding team team pair or, or three of them, four of them, whatever. And uh, a lot of them have very overlapping skill sets. And it's not the end of the world if that's the case, but if also personalities overlap um, as well, and it's like very hard to distinct who's doing what, and there's no delineation of responsibility. Everybody wants to has some vision of like where they want to see themselves through that company, right? Like uh, you need to make sure that that everybody's aligned on on what they're getting out of it, what they're contributing to it, and and kind of as the business grows and as the product grows, that you else can grow with it. But that kind of leads into the almost the next most important thing after you found your your people, or if you're doing it yourself. Um, but you need to obviously isolate that that problem and really research it, figure out what what's out there for it now, what's missing, um, and how people are understanding. The, the problem currently so that you're not redoing work, building something that nobody needs, et cetera, product market fit, blah, blah, blah. And also I think it ties into just your ability to eloquently talk about whatever you're trying to solve. I mean, the worst case scenario is you're, um, and we'll, we'll get into this with the next bullet point, but you're in a conversation with somebody and they throw out a very 
basic general question and you're not able to answer it because you don't understand how your problem fits into the general ecosystem of whatever you're trying to solve. And that's why I think our next point, kind of the mom test, mm -hmm. is something that's really important. And we, we love both of our moms and our moms are very smart women. But at the end of the day, the ability to explain your business and the problem you're solving in the most uh, basic form so that you know your mom who loves you very much and will always you know have your back but she actually understands and agrees that it's a good idea yeah yeah it's it, i mean it's a hard thing right because uh i know anything i tell my mom that i'm doing she's gonna be like oh that's great yeah that's, that's it. you're so smart that's yeah, awesome <laughs> that's great and and so um you can't you know rely on uh rely on that as, as feedback um but you also want to make sure that you're able to, to compile the uh, information that you've learned and the way that you're approaching your problem in a way that um, uh, can be summarized fairly concisely. Because if it takes, you know, a crazy amount of, uh, you know, slides on a deck or a long, lengthy white paper or whatever to to convey the problem that you're solving and how you're solving it, unless you're going to the moon, like that's not probably necessary yeah. to do that. Um, and even then, right? Like you can I mean, summarize on, on YC's application, you have to describe what you're doing in 50 characters. Yeah, not not you, 50 words, like 50 characters. And that right there is an exercise in being um, succinct and, and efficient, which is what the mom test is all about. Because when you're small, like you're not solving every single problem that the industry has, right? You're, you have the only way that you can make a business that works is by solving something tiny, something really specific, right? And so sure, the industry is very complex. The technology that you're working with is very complex, but what is the thing that's missing and what are you doing to fix that? Um, if you can't say that, then I think you need to either think about the idea more or do a little bit more research. And, and saying it is one thing, but the next thing that is really important is actually building it and doing it, which takes us into product development. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not easy, especially for folks who, um, you know, don't have a lot of experience on that front. Right. But, <laughs> but you get into it and, um, there's a lot of upfront work that you wouldn't have, wouldn't have imagined all things. If you're building a software product, right. The designs, the architecture, finding engineers to help you, um, all kinds of things like that. If you're building like a, a CPG or, um, something more hardware focused, like you have a whole different array of problems on the prototyping side. And, um, we talked to, uh, last season, we talked to Tim from, uh, protected and they are very much a hardware product and that product development cycle looks very different. So find people who have done something similar, whether it's a software product, hardware product, um, food, whatever, and learn a lot from them because there are so many things that you're probably intuitively going to do wrong um, because it, it, it's not a natural thing for sure. And then circling back to the first thing that we talked about with the founding team, maybe with your understanding and your experience, maybe that person that you're learning from needs to be a part of the business. Yeah. Um, I think that that happens a lot. You, I think it really happens a lot in, on the sales sides of businesses where you have to go out and you have to find basically a, a, a co-founder that has um, some sales chops and has done it before. Definitely. And I think, um, you know, Tommy from, from learn to win, um, you know, he has helped build out the sales org and, and that's part of his, part of his role in, in co-founding there. So that is always an option out there. The, uh, the next point is probably the least fun thing to, yeah. to talk about, but it honestly, at the end of the day is probably one of the most important things. And that's the legal side of it, um, you know, you hear all the time, oh, like, don't get the legal eagles involved. Lawyers are the worst. Um, Lawyers are the worst. They're, 
they serve a very important role and they're really important and they protect you, uh, but it's expensive. So uh, we're definitely going to dedicate an entire episode to, to kind of talking about this because uh, the thing that we've kind of learned is you need to be really efficient with your time with uh, the lawyers because those uh, that can get out hours of hand. Rack up. Those hours rack up and can and can get out of hand pretty fast. So um, that's definitely something that a lot of people forget about, but it's really important. Yeah, and, and I mean it's it especially when you're in those earlier stages, right? Market research, initially designing the product, like it doesn't matter all that much to have some of that legal stuff together. But when you're bringing together a founding team that maybe you guys don't know each other very well, or you're starting to hire people or you're fundraising or whatever, making sure that in the off chance that you're successful, right? Like I'm saying that facetiously, but- We have a lot of faith in you though, so don't give up on your dreams. Yeah, but if, if you make it anywhere past, you know, uh, having a few clients for your, for your product, a few customers, like you could be in great risk of, of kind of losing all of that to some form of, of legal screw up. And so if, you're, if you get to the point where you're like, okay, I could see this thing becoming a legitimate business, mm -hmm. that's the time that you're like, okay, I need to shell out a little bit of money to protect myself in the future. Um, and and as I touched on there, the last thing that we wanted to touch on was fundraising. Um, fundraising- In is, order to pay the lawyers. In order to pay the lawyers, yeah, um, exactly. And and I think that that's something that is probably the most like uh, uh, daunting to, to people. It's mm -hmm. like easy to say, oh, I can go like research a product, I can like do the design, I can like, um, you know, uh, find, buddies to start this thing with. Um, but it's a lot harder when you're like, oh shit, now I got to go out in the real world and I got to get money for this thing to pay people. Um, and there's a lot of ways of approaching it and a lot of like uh, things to keep in mind when you're doing that, that, that you might not necessarily um, think about just naturally. So one and, to and we, that. and we didn't think about it until we um, no, went no. out, went out and did it. So we're really excited to, you know, talk a little bit about our experiences there and, and kind of the things we've learned and maybe the things that we will do differently later on when it comes to fundraising. And, um, you know, I think that there's a, there's definitely a lot to dive in there. Cause like Luke said, it is very daunting. Um, but you know, that's kind of the overview of, uh, of the next couple weeks. We're going to dive into each one of those topics a little more in depth and kind of do a little, you know, uh, build your business series. So we're really excited to, uh, to share that with you guys. Yep. Keep it real, everybody. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to continue this discussion, follow us on our social media. Our Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebooks will all be in the description of this episode. Hop on there, shoot us a DM, hit us up with whatever concerns, questions, comments that you guys have. We'd love to continue building that community on there. Next, subscribe to wherever you're listening to this iTunes, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Overcast, you name it. We got it. And the only other thing I'm going to add is. As you're subscribing to those platforms, hop on there, give us rates and reviews, especially on Apple Podcasts, five-star ratings and a, uh, and, and a comment go a really long way, helps us continue to, to climb up the charts and you know continue to, to spread this to, to all corners of the world and allow us to continue to bring on great guests. We really appreciate you guys for everything and we're excited to see you next week.